1: All right. Thanks, everybody, for coming to the Week 9 press conference. Mitch Roberts coming off a career high receiving day at Idaho, and Robbie Houck joining us, only three tackles away from passing his Uncle Tim on the all-time tackler list of Montana. Uh, Coach, we'll start with you and your, your final thoughts after the Idaho win uh, and then heading back home to uh, southern
2: Utah. All right. Very good. Uh, obviously happy to beat Idaho and, and win in uh convincing fashion and retain the little brown stein so that's uh that was great i thought it was a physical game i enjoyed watching our guys play in it and you know it's a great uh springboard into this week against southern utah who they're a good team they're always a tough team Uh, i think they're very sound in what they do they're well coached they're physical i'm sure they're hungry to win so uh we have a high noon kickoff on saturday against Southern Utah and we need our fans to pack it in. It's going to be a great day in the stadium. It'll be our last home game for a few weeks. We need folks there. and On top of that, it's uh, Military Appreciation Day, which is, makes it a special day for everybody.
1: Questions? Robbie, I know we got coaches' perspective after the game, but winning that trophy, Little Brown-Stein, the rivalry, what does that mean to you guys as players?
3: Uh, it's great. Um, there's... A lot of history between uh, University of Montana and University of Idaho, um, and it's it's good to beat those guys. I think uh, when you can win those kind of rivalry games, it's uh, obviously big for our team and our university. So it, it was great.
1: Coach, you mentioned the physical style you guys played with. I know they
3: like to play that style
1: too, so did you, did you, I guess, were you proud of the fact that you guys sort of won that element of the game too, because it seemed like you guys really were the more physical team?
2: Yeah, I, I thought that we, uh, we came out on top in that battle, that part of it. Um, something we pride ourselves on as well. So it, it was good to see our guys come through in that regard.
4: Bobby, just after kind of reviewing the offensive performance and seeing mm-hmm. some of those deep shots kind of pay off, was there something you were seeing from Idaho's defense that you felt confident to take some of those shots downfield in some of those big plays? You mean uh, like versus somebody else? Uh just no, not so much versus anybody else, but was there something you saw like a an area that you could maybe exploit kind of against that Idaho defense? uh
2: no, not really. I mean, it was just a matter of running our offense and um the biggest difference this week this past weekend from the previous couple is we didn't turn it over
4: I guess, Mitch, kind of a similar question, just you know what were you guys seeing on offense and how are you guys able to take advantage and you know get some big plays off against those guys? I
5: think the main thing on offense last game was just. Getting into a rhythm, um, and quarterbacks just making plays for us, running the ball as well, and um, just making big plays down the field when we needed them.
1: Mitch, speaking of quarterback, how have you seen Chris Brown improve these last couple of weeks?
5: Uh, he's done a great job for us so far. Um, can definitely tell his confidence is getting up, um, especially after the last game. He started making some big time throws for us, and he uh, keeps playing great.
1: Coach, I thought um, Grady Bennett put it in good perspective on the broadcast. He said, I was preparing for Junior Bergen as a high school quarterback a year ago in the playoffs. So that kind of puts into perspective what Junior has, sort of the path he's led to this point. So what do you thought of his performance so far? Playing maybe a position you didn't expect him to play. Yeah, I don't think anybody expected him to play that, including
2: Junior. Uh, but he's done a good job. You know, he's, he's stepped up, as I've mentioned, uh, numerous times I'm proud of him for jumping in there and. You know do whatever it takes um, for the most part I mean Mitch and Sammy accepted the guy snapping the ball the guy catching the snap the guy get hand it pitch it throw it they're all freshmen so uh, good job by everybody finding a way and Junior's one of them uh, <clears throat> coach you had, you had a
6: couple old linemen go down there kind of within few plays of each other, especially at center. I'm just curious, like, when that happens, you have a couple centers go down, like, what is the uh, communication process like on the side of the when you're maybe not anticipating a guy who hasn't been practicing at center all week?
2: Yeah, you don't, uh, it's kind of like quarterback, you don't get a chance to rep a bunch of guys at center during the week. You usually get two, I mean, you get two. So, when you get to a, a third group, that makes it a little dicey, you hope you can get the snap you got to get the play going, and thats it's not automatic. Um, and then, you know, you start running out of guys at certain positions. You, you wonder if you've got enough to put formation out there with regular players that play that position. So I um, thought the guys handled it really well and, and uh, overcame what could potentially have been a really tough situation.
4: Uh, Robbie, so for you know after the first drive against Idaho, where they scored, you guys really kind of settle in for the rest of the game. How much is that? Just kind of the game plan settling in? How much is that defense settling in? Like, what do you attribute that to? Where you guys just kind of shut them down pretty much after that first five minutes? Uh, yeah, I'd say we
3: probably settled in after that first drive. It's kind of irritating, uh, just from a player's perspective. I think as the defense as a whole, we don't we're not big on you know spot on teams seven points, uh, but uh, yeah, we settled in. And probably I don't I don't know what that would you know the reason for that but uh, you know you play four quarters and um, there's a lot of snaps in the game and you're able to uh, settle down and do what we do and make plays coach we've obviously you know talked a lot about Chris Brown after cam's injury but
6: his backup now in Patterson, like what have you seen over the last few weeks like in practice and and how he's kind of handled the uh, the backup quarterback role and then obviously felt good enough to get him some
2: uh, some snaps there. Yeah, we want to play, too, including this week. Uh, so Robbie's Robbie's uh, done a good job. He's got some, uh, some great skills that hopefully we can utilize a little bit, and he's a smart guy who's tuned in. It's important to him. So, you know, anytime a, a guy in that situation can come in and give you some plays, it shows he's preparing, and that, that's what it's about, preparation.
6: You obviously talked glowingly about the special teams units as a whole um, this year. Um, what would you say is like? I mean, you've obviously pride yourself on special teams, but this year to be so solid across the board, what do you maybe attribute that to? Yeah, I
2: think it's just our, again, it kind of goes back to what I said a minute ago about about Patterson. Uh, those guys make what they're doing important uh, to them, and they prepare. Uh, they play really hard. They understand what's expected, and you know I. have been doing it a long time I've never been part of a season where the kicking game was as dominant as it's been this year.
6: Mitch obviously you know you're you kind of do some holding but you played a lot more special teams when you were younger what's like the the pride in being a part of those
5: units and and what you've seen from those guys this year? Well anytime you get to be a part of special teams unit um, it's a great opportunity and you take pride in it so any role that I have on special teams uh it's awesome for me and I uh love being a part of it and yeah.
7: Mitch, Southern Utah is coming off of their best week defensively, giving up the least amount of points they have all season. But you coming off your best offensive week, just what do you think about that going into Saturday and creating opportunities for your team?
5: Um, Southern Utah has it definitely has a great defense, and um, we're gonna have to carry our offense um, offensive energy over into this weekend for sure.
1: Robbie. Eric led with with uh, the tackle record so do you think about this and if so what would that be like to surpass your uncle?
3: Well I really didn't know honestly how close I was um so hopefully I can get it done this uh, coming weekend but uh no I think that's that's pretty pretty special to do um there's a long list of grizzly greats and I think he's on on top of that list so it would be a pretty special moment and an honor to be able to do that so i pretty excited if I can do it. Bobby,
1: what would that mean to you? Or I guess, what? You, what, you, what is your perspective on that? <laughs> you know, I haven't really thought about it. I think mean, Dave's brought it up this
2: morning. I haven't really thought about it. I mean, I don't know. It'll, it'll be fun to... Uh, we're all... We're all we're not only family members, we're friends, so it'll be
1: there'll be some banter about that, I'm sure. On the Southern Utah, though, what do you think of that? He's things? only got
2: 300 more than me.
1: So. <laughs> On, the, on Southern Utah, what do, you, what do you think of them moving out of the league? Well, I, you know, I think first of all,
2: it's our last shot at him for a while. So that makes this one, I, mean, I hope that's a focal point for our players. I know, I know it is for me and, and the staff. We don't get to play these guys again, so we want to get a win in this in this last opportunity.
1: Coach Warren, uh, they look similar defensively. I know he's a defensive guy, and I know that uh, he was the D coordinator there when Ed Land was there. So, is there a similar sort of deal that they've been running the last several years? Uh, yeah, I mean, every, you know, everybody evolves. They, they've done a good
2: job for a long time uh, on that side of the ball for sure, and they're gonna they're gonna man you some. They're gonna they they, they, they it really starts with man coverage. At least it has so far, and. Uh, you got to win against man. They do. They do a good job with it. It's something that's given us some trouble too. Robbie, I
7: was wondering if you could just talk about your uncle Tim, just your relationship with him, and maybe what sort of impact he had on you on football lines over the years.
3: Huh. Uh, well, I was pretty young when he was playing, but I do remember um, probably towards the end of his NFL career. But I also view him kind of similar as my dad, as a coach, uh, talking ball with him and picking his brain on things. is pretty, pretty special uh, to be able to do. Um, I admire the way he played um, and just the guy he is. Uh, and it's uh, kind of like I said, it's it, it, uh, it's a pretty cool. Uh, it'll be a cool moment and uh, um, yeah, a special moment because he's a he's a great guy, great player, uh, great coach. And Bobby,
7: just the way. Robin plays, does it remind you
2: of the way Tim played at all? Yeah, to degree. I mean, they're both uh, outstanding tacklers, especially in, in open space. Um, both of them are really smart players, understand the scheme, uh, understand what offenses are trying to do, and then and then both of them are great teammates, so yeah, I think there's some similarities. And then Kevin Macias, he's made several field goals and
7: row now, had a career long this past weekend. Just, what have you seen from him as, as the season progressed? And just what was the story of how you guys were able to find him to, to bring him in this year?
2: Um, well, will start from we, – we had our eye on him from last, I don't know, January or February, and we needed a guy at that position, we felt. And so that was – it was not – Uh, anything new just needed we had some hoops to jump through to get him here but uh, as I've been saying from the from the first day Kevin's good he's a good player he's a good kicker
6: Uh, coach who should Grizz fans be uh, watching um, this Saturday as far as guys that kind of stand out for Southern Utah for you well I I like their receivers
2: I think they're the uh, best players on on their offensive side of the ball um, their offensive line uh, is a good looking group um, they've got some some really good looking kids and then defensively um, I think the best players are their front guys but and, and maybe that's why they've showed a tendency to lean on their man coverage a little bit so had
6: they can get there so those are the guys. Uh, Mitch, we obviously saw some of the big plays down the field. The coach after the game said he liked the physicality that the wide receivers brought to the game this weekend. I know you had a couple broken tackles and ran a guy over. So what? maybe just talk about bringing that physicality uh,
5: to that position and how much you guys enjoy doing that. Yeah, I think our team just takes pride in being physical in everything we do, um, even on the offensive end. And I think we just try to carry that over. And um, when we get the opportunity to make a play or run a guy over, we try to, I know, so.
7: Robbie, the coach said after the game it was like, "With a little Brownstein it was like watching you guys celebrate with the Super Bowl trophy so the Super Bowl is obviously the last game of the season but you guys still have more games to go so how do you keep focused going forward, what is it that's motivating you guys going forward still?
3: Winning, simple as that um, winning is hard to do I don't think really anybody on the outside corner understands um, how hard it is to win and how, how much time preparation goes into each week so anytime you can celebrate and win a game, um, shoot, I, I think almost every game like winning the Super Bowl if you can win because it is extremely hard to do. Um, so it was good to be able to celebrate for about 24 hours and then get on to this next one.
7: Bobby, with Alex, Governor, being ejected or <coughs> not ejected, did you ever get any clarification on that and if that's going to impact whether he can play in the first half this coming Saturday?
2: Yeah, we haven't uh, heard back from the conference yet, so hopefully our conference will do right by that kid, and uh, we should know soon. If they, if they don't, then we can talk more about that at that time.
6: Uh, which is curious on maybe years, teams past, um, where this one stacks up as far as just the injuries and how they've piled up at, at certain areas. And have you had a, a team that's been kind of this banged up this part of the year before? Um,
2: you know, Sean, I don't know. I don't really catalog it, my memory that way very much. But uh, this seems a little bit outlandish in terms of my memory on how that goes. And then part of that is we're, we're winning uh, and we've overcome it to a degree. So you know, we don't really worry about it too much, but it, it, it's still real. <laughs> you have to deal with it. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't.
1: Anybody
0: else? At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond.